Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Melton Burak. I'm the host and producer of the podcast SESTA. We aim to harness the power of arts and culture to foster conversation and build peace in Cyprus. I'll be your guest host for this month of Womanica. This month, we're highlighting peace builders. In times of conflict, these women have stepped in, bringing their creativity and insight to help facilitate peace across the globe. Today's peace builder was a member of a famous British suffragette family known for their militant civil disobedience. A self-proclaimed pacifist, she saw the fight for suffrage as universal and became an important figure in opposing fascism and the Italian invasion of Ethiopia. Let's talk about Sylvia Pankhurst. For most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point of our academic careers. I took Spanish throughout high school, and class itself was fun, but looking back, basically nothing stuck. Now, thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or you just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. I chose French because much of my family speaks fluently, and I previously could barely say hello. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to babbel.com and use promo code WOMANICA. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com, code WOMANICA. Estelle Sylvia Punkhurst was born on May 5th, 1882 in Manchester, England. If her name sounds familiar, that's because she comes from a family of social activists. Her father, Dr. Richard Pankhurst, was a lawyer and legal reformer, and her mother, Emmeline, founded the Women's Social and Political Union, a militant suffragette group. We've told the stories of both Emmeline and Sylvia's older sister, Christabel Pankhurst, in previous episodes of Womanica. As you might imagine, the Pankhurst household was full of political discourse. Sylvia's father drafted the first women's suffrage bill in 1869, and he held many political meetings in the family home, encouraging his wife's advocacy efforts. He died in 1898, and Sylvia was devastated. She followed his socialist ideals for the rest of her life. However, Sylvia's first passion was not politics, it was art. She was a talented painter and designer and attended the Royal College of Art for several years. But she was torn between pursuing a career in art and the calls from her mother to fight for women's suffrage. Emmeline's persuasiveness was too strong, and Sylvia eventually decided to use her skills to design signs for the WSPU. By 1906, she was working for the union full-time. Like many suffragettes, Sylvia participated in activist campaigns, and she was arrested 15 times. As the First World War broke out, the Union shifted its focus from suffrage to supporting the war and conscription. Sylvia was a pacifist and actually campaigned against the war. Her socialist views were also at odds with her mother's politics. 
Sylvia saw the fight for suffrage as a broader effort that also included the class struggle. All of this created a rift between the family, and Sylvia was eventually ousted from the WSPU. Sylvia continued to fight for equality. She and the East London Federation of Suffragettes set up mother and baby clinics in London, a toy factory to provide employment and restaurants to feed those that struggled with the rising cost of food. Sylvia's politics drifted further left as she rallied against capitalism. After the 1917 Russian Revolution, she took a trip to see the country and she became a communist supporter. She even met with Vladimir Lenin on a few occasions. By the 1930s, fascist regimes were on the rise throughout Europe. Sylvia shifted her politics again. She began focusing on anti-fascism and anti-colonialism efforts. She also helped Jewish refugees from Germany and supported the Republicans in Spain. She openly criticized Italian dictator Benito Mussolini in the left-wing paper she published. In 1935, Italy invaded Ethiopia. Sylvia would remain dedicated to advocating for Ethiopia for the rest of her life. Sylvia started a weekly newspaper, The New Times and Ethiopian News, which became the main English news source for Ethiopian news. Sylvia wrote the weekly editorial as well as articles about Mussolini and Hitler's rise to power. Sylvia's activism put her on a list of people to be arrested if the Nazis were able to occupy Britain. Sylvia also raised funds and became a supporter of Ethiopian Emperor Haile Selassie. Throughout the war, she took in exiled Ethiopians at her home in the UK. After years of battle, Ethiopian troops, with help from Great Britain, finally draw out the Italian army in 1941. Three years later, Sylvia made her first visit to the country. Over time, Sylvia and Emperor Selassie's friendship grew, and he invited her to move to Ethiopia full-time. In 1956, she and her son Richard left England for Ethiopia. Sylvia would spend the final years of her life there. Sylvia passed away on September 27, 1960, at the age of 78, in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia. Because of her tireless support for Ethiopian independence, Sylvia was honored by Emperor Haile Selassie with a full state funeral. She was named an honorary Ethiopian and is the only foreign-born person to have been buried in the city's Trinity Cathedral. All month, we're talking about peace builders. For more information, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to co-creators Jenny and Liz Kaplan for having me as a guest host. Talk to you tomorrow.